What are you reading, Alex? Oh, I'm reading the compendium for uh, Spawn. Compendium 1. We have the movie of the year. Tenet. Actually, when I was working overnights, I listened to like the entirety of the Dark Knight's metal storyline as like a, a podcast. Hey guys, welcome back to your mom's favorite place to be. We're your hosts, Edward, Anthony, Noah, and now we have Alex. Dude, we should make a podcast. That being said, it's time to hang 10 with your top entertainment news of the week. About what? Well, it's like something that we all had like in common. Like, what's something that we could all like talk about for a while? We always talk about movies and stuff. Like, movies that just came out. So, Alex, 1 yes. to 10, no decimals. <clears throat> 1 to 10, no decimals for the movie. Uh, solid 9. Find your lack of faith disturbing. Yeah, I'm down, Anthony. We should do like cool. different segments too. Like we should have like a, a game, like an icebreaker, and then maybe, maybe we can read some like movie news or like entertainment news. Dude, what if we do like what if we call ourselves like spam mail? Everyone listening, we have a huge announcement to close out the pod. What if we do the hooligan hangout? If you guys are new to our podcast, make sure to check out our previous season. Welcome to the hooligan hangout. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the most anticipated pod of the week. This week, we're reviewing the Batman. So, before we do that, we're going to tease you little uh, little peoples, and we're going to slide into our news for the week. Yeah, all of you beautiful people, you have to wait your freaking turn. You're going to like it. Just you wait. This is going to blow your mind. You're going to be like, what did I think of that? You're going to be singing <laughs> Batman. All week long, I can tell you that right now. And if you're the first person to like and follow for this episode, Alex will show up at your doorstep dressed as Batman. It's true. And then he'll proceed to beat yeah, you like he does the villains. Oh, you stole a lollipop when you were five? You gotta pay it for your crimes, you bastard. Justice! You kicked ice under the fridge? Justice! No, that ain't right. You talk, back to, your, you, you talk back to your mom? Vengeance! <laughs> All right, guys. Slide right into our nude for the week. Who would like to go first? I will go first. All so right, Anthony. I'm going to go be going over like how much the Batman has rolled in compared to production costs and stuff like that. Oh yeah. So production the the their budget was around just about two hundred million dollars. Okay. Week. And just to start off, their just their Thursday night preview alone made twenty one point six million dollars. The Tuesday one? Oh yeah, the Tuesday one. I was a Holy part of that shit. premiere. Shut made twenty one million dollars <laughs> before it even officially released. And Holy in shit. comparison, the Amazing Spider Man the opening weekend only made sixty two million. Holy shit. Like its entire opening weekend, which is crazy. And then The Dark Holy Knight shit. on its opening weekend made $160 million. But The Batman brought in almost $250 million. They made their fucking budget back that first fucking weekend, dude? They're almost, a, they're almost $100 million in profit already. I Holy saw, shit. I saw a graphic for that. So, like, Batman this weekend made, like, what you said, like over two hundred million, and then the next one was like 
like the next top one was Uncharted at 11 million. <laughs> oh, holy shit, dude. <laughs> 11 million? I didn't even know that. That's crazy. Yeah. That's like, you know how crazy dude. that is? What was... The Batman what made would... more on its preview opening night than Uncharted did on its opening weekend. What is That has to be like the biggest ones like since the pandemic took off or at least since Spider-Man. It's probably. by far the biggest of 2022 so far. Uh, I think Doctor Strange will probably beat it because it's Marvel, but you know, you know how that goes. Dude, that's crazy. I'm glad to see that all this stuff is picking back up for theaters because the pandemic made it really rough and they were like teeter tottering on going extinct because of that shit. All right, oh, bro. Batman pulled some strings. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, Spider Man No Way Home was probably the most anticipated movie of. Like probably last year, yeah, if arguably, but it brought in two hundred and sixty million, so just barely over the Batman. But if you count in that preview, then I think Batman's standing at like two seventy. Holy shit, dude! It's like extremely close. So pretty much everyone went to go see the Batman this weekend. So I guess y'all don't need our review. They want to hear our opinions, though, because our opinions are the most valid on the internet. We're the only ones that matter, obviously. Obviously. I'm here to check out before y'all get a god complex. Shut the fuck up. (laughs) Bro. (laughs) Who who wants to go next? You gotta pick, bro. Yeah, you gotta pick. Okay, I'll go next. So my next (laughs) (laughs) Just a a continuous loop. Homie's gonna take over. (laughs) All right, no, you go. All right, let me just see real quick. So this week, um, I think for me the most interesting news was Will Smith himself came out with this news. Um, Him and Michael B. Jordan are going to be developing the I Am Legend sequel, which is pretty bizarre to me because of, like, how many endings I Am Legend is. I don't even remember which one was the canon ending. I guess it's the one where he survives. And then I don't know know what Michael... Sorry. No, you go ahead. <laughs> I was just gonna say I thought he died because he got in that in the movie he got left behind. Yeah, but there was another ending where oh no, he did get left behind, huh? Yeah. I don't that know. Then. I hope. Oh no, it's a sequel though. I was gonna say, what if it's a prequel? No, his no, origin story. It's a sequel. And then Michael B. Jordan. I wonder if he's just gonna be like a random guy he comes across, or if he's gonna be like some military dude, or you know. Yeah, I'm really curious to see that too. Because I don't huh. know. That actually gets me really excited because Michael B. Jordan's like top tier actor right now. Oh yeah, dude. Him and Will Smith, I bet they're good friends or something. But Will I... Smith is my dad. So. Will Smith is your dad? For real? How? Explain. Elaborate. Elaborate. I'm if he's really your dad, say the word. Yo. I'm adopted dad, so it doesn't count. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> it's your blood. I can. I can only say half the word because he's half my dad no that, that's fair all right <laughs> is that the right version no but that's that's about it it's in development so if you're excited then you know get excited i guess how long has it been like over 10 years for I sure think, was it like 2012 maybe that's what i'm saying man like over 10 years maybe i don't know it's 2007 Jeez. that was way off 15 years yeah movie. golly we're going to be waiting 15 more, I guess. <laughs> Isn't that right, Edward? 
What? Get your news, thing, my boy. Let's say the only thing I'm waiting on is to jump into my news. So I have in kind of an update on the Alex Baldwin stuff. Um, he was uh, doing interviews and stuff at a film festival recently, and he was asked about it. And um, basically, what he said was. They're suing people that have money, not necessarily the people that are actually responsible for it because they're not the ones with money. What? Wait, wait what? He, he is quoted as saying, like, there's a video and he says, what you have is a certain group of people, litigants and whatever, on whatever side, who their attitude is, well, the people who likely seem negligent have no money and the people who have money are not negligent. That doesn't even make sense. Basically saying instead of the de, the defendant, no, instead of the prosecutors going after the people who are actually responsible, they're going after the people with the most money on the set. That's dumb, but okay. What are his lawyers thinking? What's he trying to do? Like, I don't, I don't I, understand. Th- this was literally him in an interview by himself. He said that he's been doing this for 40 years. Um, he said usually, like, it goes through two levels of safety checks before it gets to me and in my entire career that nothing's ever happened. And it's always been safe by the time it gets in my hands. He's saying, nah, this ain't my fault, dog. Like, yeah. That's here. what he's saying. Basically saying like, they're just going after me cause I'm the biggest name and I have the most money basically because most of the lawsuits mm, were directed it. towards him. And the lesser ones were to the actual producers and stuff. Okay, yeah, that makes more sense. But, I mean, uh, either way, this is going to take a while. Basically, he's just defending himself. He's just getting his side of his narrative out there. As he should. I feel bad for him because, I I mean, they, you know, they're supposed to check all that. You know, you pay a lot for your production crew, and it's like, you know, stuff like that shouldn't ever happen. Mm Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I feel for him because that's just not right. I know he didn't mean to do that. Mm. I mean, of course not. Why would you mean to do that? Yeah. And uh, last, but certainly not least. This is just like whenever in middle school they picked me last for basketball. <laughs> Bro, you're like, <laughs> they didn't pick you at all. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Um,. Uh, there's a new movie coming out uh, on July uh, the 15th. I believe that's the scheduled date for Bullet Train. I'm very excited to see it. Um, it has a very colorful cast. It's got Bad Bunny. Bad Bunny's a badass artist. He uh, he makes me throw my ass back sometimes. Uh, wait, wait. Also... Why, re- rewind that real quick. Uh, what did you, you say? Oh, Aaron Taylor Johnson's going to be in it. Uh, Hiro- Hiroyuki uh, Sanada uh, and Logan Lerman, who I'm most excited. Also, Andrew Koji. Uh, those actors I'm very excited to see on, on screen. Um Kind of, kind of waiting to see how Bad Bunny does on the big screen, uh, but we'll see. I'm very excited for it. Well, Wait, he's, oh, he's actually acting. I, I thought you meant he was going to do the uh, music. Did you not see? The no, he's actually. The theaters? I didn't. No, oh, really? That's crazy. Really, bro? That movie looks so good. It looks dope, dude. Brad I'm so Pitt. excited for it, dude. Did you even mention Brad Pitt? Oh well, yeah, I mean, I kind of like the poster boy for it, but I didn't mention him. No, he's like the lead actor. Well, I said for the, the I said I said for the act I said for the actors that I'm excited to see. 
Fuck, movie, fuck you. Movie looks like John Wick Jr., bro. It's looks news, so bro. You got to be good. subjective. So you told us about it. What do you think about it? Yeah. Well, I think it's going to be an exciting movie. Um, not, Brad Pitt's a very good actor. Um, I especially loved him in uh, Fury. I don't know if y'all seen that war movie, but. Oh yeah. Uh, so, so uh, it, it, you said it's a uh, like a John Wick Jr. kind of movie. Um, it sort of feels like to me. I'm getting those vibes. Yeah, I hope it gets a good rating though. Not like a PG thirteen kind of shit or something. Is this gonna be like a very action oriented movie? That's what it's. Oh like. yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. It is. Gotcha. Gonna be, there's gonna be a lot of ass whoopings. On a bullet train, basically. I don't know. It's. Do you know what a bullet train is? Bat. I mean, not Batman. <laughs> Brad Pitt is like this assassin. For hire, and he's going on this bullet train for you know some other stuff. Interesting. I feel like those movies usually only ever get so good, but we'll see. It just it looks different. You know what I mean? When you see a movie, and it just feels different. It just it just feels different. That's why I actually think it's gonna be pretty good. Hope it's a, I hope it's a good different though. And y'all will know that because we are more than likely going to review that beautiful movie. Hopefully, beautiful movie. Speaking of reviews. I think we're. I think it's that time. No, it's time for the sponsor, bud. <laughs> All right, guys, welcome back. This is a very anticipated week. This week we watched the Batman. It was directed by Matt Reeves, and of course, it's got our buddy Robert Pattinson as the Batman, and it's also got Zoe Kravitz, Colin Farrell, and Paul Dano. And we have a lot to say about the movie this week so y'all sit down be prepared and i'm gonna toss it off to noah because i think he has the most to say about it this week but first before before we do that we're this is gonna be a spoiler free review if you're one of the hundreds of thousands of or one of the only people that didn't see it opening weekend because so many people did but if you didn't this is gonna be a spoiler free review start off noah what do you think all right We'll go around the table. I guess all I have to say, um, well, I guess I'll do a little bit of a. Uh, um, no, you're gonna like tell a, us how you feel. Yeah, but like I'm like a little bit of a background on this movie. So this movie was really, truly was a detective film. It was a like neo noir style kind of thriller, sort of like a, I would compare it to uh, the '90s movie Seven, and. Um, it just, you know, it features Robert Pattinson, who it was a very, like, different from the other adaptations. He was a very vengeful, very uh, bruteful Batman. And on Batman was, like, 90% of the movie, too. And he just... He, he was he, in he every said, scene. Yeah, he, he was, like, in almost every scene. So you're getting your money's worth when it comes to, like, seeing Batman. And he was... um, He set the tone for this movie right away. Matt, like, not just him, but, like, Matt Reeves, the director... He knew exactly what he wanted to make. He, um, he, to me, he did a Batman story that needed to be done. I've wanted this for a long time. They have not done this with the, the whole detective aspect of him. Just showing how intellectual he is compared to like literally forensic scientists and yeah. you know, other actual detectives in the police department. And then, like as y'all know, you know he he's in year two, so he's he's still like the vigilante. He's still. Cops don't want to work with him, and this movie is just a pleasant surprise. Even including the the villain, which was the Riddler, being a killer and leaving clues for Batman, it was just it was just an insane, insane movie. And I think that if 
you're especially if you're a Batman fan, you really need to see this because, in my opinion, it truly does. And I don't like to compare, but if you're talking about Batman films, it really does rival The Dark Knight. And I think the only concern people would have is like the runtime, but it, it flies by, in my opinion. It was a little, it was a little long. There was some parts that I thought, yeah, like it drags a little bit, but you know, it, it flies by. And if, like I said, if you're a fan of Batman, you're gonna really enjoy this movie. Agreed. I agree. I think you touched up on literally just about everything. Uh, <laughs> I will say the the visuals in this movie was absolutely fucking stunning. Like somehow even. Though it was super, super dark, like, visual-wise, they do a really good job of what they show in the light, like, having meaning. Because they know wherever there's light, there's going to be emphasis on whatever is in it because of how dark the scene is. Right. And they do it so beautifully. It It's hard to complain about anything visually in the movie, from Robert Pattinson's suit to the Zodiac Killer Riddler you get. But, uh... Going back to what Noah said is, like yeah, like he said, he is a vigilante in this movie. Like he really doesn't become the Batman, and like it, mainly in the movie, people don't know him as the Batman. Like as you see in the trailer, he everyone calls him Vengeance, or he calls himself Vengeance. And like in the movie, they reference him as like, "Oh, Vengeance is here." Like he's so new into his game that people don't really know who he is. He was basically a legend before this movie. Like no one technically really knew he existed. People are, awesome. people are very like scared of him. And it, what's crazy to me is just how, um, as the movie goes along, we see him mature, which is something right. we don't see very often in Batman films. Most of the time they're, they're already a bit older or they, they kind of already got their shit together. Yeah. And I'll say that is kind of, what I, goes in with what I was saying about the way it was shot too. Like the way they put the Batman on screen, they always film him like his entrances. They always do it like he's just f this crazy mythic figure that's like just like the boogeyman almost. Like the way he creeps out of the shadows is like a horror movie. Whenever they uh, show the scene with him walking upside down from the trailer where the penguin's car flip, like whenever I saw that scene, I was like, this is literally him coming out like some mythic figure right. here to like just strike fear into his enemies. That's exactly what I picked up there. And they did a great job of capturing that throughout the entire movie. And then I'll say one more thing and then I'll let Alex give his opinion on it. But he, so I read this before I went into the movie and I kind of didn't believe it, but like, like Noah said, like 90% of the movie Batman is in the movie. And not, not like Bruce Wayne. Like, he's in his suit as Batman. You're like, we're not kidding. <laughs> but he hardly has any dialogue. Like, he actually doesn't talk very mm -hmm. much. And yet he, like, absolutely kills the role. Like, just through his body language and facial features and everything, you can you can see the emotion on his face. Even behind yeah. a mask. It's crazy. I'm and glad they made the choice not to show the whites of his eyes. Or, like, just, like just pure white eyes. Right? Yeah, me too. Because um, his eyes said everything. I did see something like that too, and I did see him compare it to the way they did the Mandalorian in its season one, where he was like just this brooding figure, you know, or he's just a silent assassin, basically. Silent killer, yeah. <clears throat> what did you think, Alex? I think it did set a 
a gritty real world uh situation. Uh pull away from your mic. Oh, sorry. Um like it did set up a really good it was a really good world building movie in my opinion. Not just a world building movie, but it also like built up like a lot of relationships that we'll probably see in the future. Uh and I hope they build on some of those relationships just to be able to see like what kind of things they can do, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh for right now, uh, I think the for being a PG thirteen movie, it's pretty dark. So I, I do enjoy it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, if in the future they some for some reason they give it a rated R thing or maybe even still a PG thirteen, I feel like it'd still be a pretty good movie. You probably even not well sequels are never meant to be uh, better than the original. But if they do make a sequel, I would hope it's going to be better. Probably. I do yeah. have to say, if this sequel is on the same level as this movie it might be the best trilogy if they keep at it. Especially with the way they're building it up outside of the movies. They're actually using these new shows, like two or three new shows. And there's rumors there's more on the way, which I wouldn't doubt. They're building up this whole Batman universe. And that's something the other movies never got the chance to do. But, you know, it's the world we live in. Everything gets spinoffs. Right. It's going to help it in the long run. I agree. So to close out this spoiler-free reviews, we all, I think, unanimously give this a do watch. Go out, watch it four times in a row. Please, thank you. Oh, yeah. This, and... is, pure, this is pure film. If you want to see, you know, all, every, every, all the elements of a good movie are in here. If you want to see pure film, then you need to see this movie. Yep. So before we slide into our spoiler review, if you haven't seen it, go right now to your theater, watch the movie, come back, play the pod in your car on your way home and don't stop listening so you can hear our thoughts on the spoiler section. And if you're tuning out now, make sure to follow us on all our social media, social medias at the Hooligan Hangout, TikTok, Instagram, uh, Facebook, all that. We're on there, keeping you updated. And uh, make sure to check out our merch at merch.streamelements.com. We got some new designs there, handmade by yours truly. So go check it out. And without further ado, we're going to slide right into our spoiler review. All right, guys. The moment y'all have been waiting for. If y'all have seen the Batman, hallelujah. Because we're about to get into this spoiler-filled review. And we have a lot to talk about. Uh, For me, first things first. I didn't mention this. But, like, oh, I did mention it. From the tone on... It showed me truly the environment that Matt Reeves has created because Gotham City is purely alive. It's purely gothic, dark. It's it's malicious. Like you, they established, you do not want to live there. Like you just don't want. So when the whole city flooded, I was like, y'all can just leave. Like you right, want to live there. And even then, Batman. It's a wasteland, and Batman was trying to see the good in it. But it's just. It's crazy because even he was like, I don't think I'm doing anything, though. Like, this this town's kind of, like, you know, mm-hmm. not worth saving. saving. Beyond redemption. Yeah. Bro, and, I, and I, I was just going to say, like I said, that they, I love the, the intro. It just showed how brooding, how dark it was. It even played off the fear of Batman. Mm-hmm. And it really established, like, how dark he is, too, compared to the movie. Like, he, he, is, <laughs> he is the shadows. <laughs> For, for, and I think I think what else helps contribute to the to the tone of it is the way <laughs> the technology and all his gadgets and stuff are. 
to where you can tell they're like high tech, but they have like this almost like a steampunk aesthetic to where like even in the comics, like Batman will have some high tech ass shit, but then it, it looks like he's living in like the fucking fifties, you know? I oh, feel yeah. like they did a real good job of capturing that on screen for like the first time. Also did enjoy how they kind of made it not too outlandish for the technology as well. They made it kind of like like kind of possible, you know what I mean? Oh yeah. Or it, was, like, it I, wasn't like, oh I can detect your heart from three hundred meters away and I can tell if you're scared or not. It's like, oh well he has a contact lens that can help him record, you know? Yeah, and, and I guarantee once he gets more he dips more into his, his money and the Bruce mm-hmm. Wayne side of things, he's gonna get more Wayne tech. I agree. I was gonna say real quick to what you were saying about how beautiful it was that he was it, it really showed fear and with Batman and like everyone's actually scared of him. Oh, everyone's yeah. like looking into the dark and they're like scared to go in there. My favorite quote of the entire movie was when he was like, they think I'm hiding in the shadows, <laughs> watching, waiting to strike, but I am the shadows. That's just I, I absolutely applauded Matt Reeves for that because he genuinely made me feel like Batman. Like when they were looking at the shadows, he made me feel like every shot Batman was going to walk out of that right, shadow. Right, dude. Right. It was fantastic. Until he finally did, and the reveal was like, oh, shit, because it was like dead quiet. He's walking out. Those those eyes are looking at you, dog. You're like, bro. Oh. And then his his theme is like a horror theme. So whenever he comes out, it's just boom. Oh yeah. Boom, boom, boom. Oh, you're yeah. just like, oh, nut. <laughs> and sometimes it's even like slow and methodical, and you're just like, dude, mm-hmm. what's going on, bro? It's beautiful. It's like uh, it's 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 like a meme almost, <laughs> like. The thugs, every time they hear the music start playing, like, what's that noise? What's going it's on? Like, it's like when you're playing Ark and you hear the fight music start and you don't see the dinosaur right off the bat. And you're just like, what the fuck? What the fuck? What the fuck? Where's just he like, at? Where's he at? And you're just, jaywalk- just- you're just jaywalking and you hear that theme play on your fucking headphones. And you're just like, fuck, 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 fuck. <laughs> right out of there. I'm going to pass uh, the torch to Alex. Okay. Uh, something I did enjoy is the music that accompanied the scenes. Uh, whichever scene it could be, it could be like uh, that first scene where it's like uh, he's trying to be this imposing figure on Gotham, um, and it generally shows like like scary music. But there's also like appropriate music during like uh, like a talking scene. You know, um, oh, yeah. it's like uh, during like that first. Uh, I think it was the song is by Nirvana. That uh, oh yeah, you know what I'm talking about. That's a yes really good song to have like with batman i feel like that's his actual theme song instead of like the the big loud thumping even then though this is like my new favorite like superhero-esque score like it's just so iconic to me Uh i I think just because an instant classic for me uh i I just enjoy it just because uh i'm a real big music guy like like i love listening to music um so it's just like it's only not only pleasant on the eyes watching these scenes play out. It's also pleasant on the on the ears, you know, uh, being able to just to kind of feel like you're there, like find, feel the tension because the music usually sets the tension for the mood, in my opinion. Right. Not just oh, yeah. the conversations themselves. Oh yeah. Because you could it could be like uh, I'm gonna use an example. Like you could be having a conversation in, like in a, in a movie, and you could be like, oh, this is like a carefree conversation, and then you can hear like like music built up in the background that makes you like, oh, this is actually kind of like fucked up, you know? 
Oh yeah. Like, like, like this is an aggressive conversation. This isn't a regular conversation. Messes and with I, your emotions I, a little. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I, I, I truly enjoyed it. So uh, the I soundtrack, this was amazing. Yeah, and like especially in a movie like this, where like we said before, the Batman himself probably has the least amount of dialogue out of any character in the movie. So whenever he's on screen, the music is gonna be like a huge, a huge factor in it. Especially if he's not talking much to portray the mood, you know. So whenever he comes out in like the first half of the movie, and he's just pissed off all the time. Every single time, it's the bat theme is coming, and it's just the aggressive, hard-hitting part of it. Right. And then, like, whenever uh, Catwoman shows up, it starts playing the super beautiful, more melodic portion of it. And then towards the end, instead of showing the big brooding stuff, it's a heroic anthem it part of it. Adds depth to their characters, too. Yeah, and... the. The music in this movie in particular helped so much with the tone and plot overall that is just... Hit it out of the park. And then, like, it's so... It differentiates between all the characters. So, like, Batman's all, like, you know, brooding and, like, just dun-dun-dun, like, you know, ominous. And then Catwoman is just, like, real pretty, piano. And then the Riddler is, like, the opera. It's, like, completely different than any of the other music. Yeah, dude. It's, it's fucking beautiful. Crazy. The contrast is insane. Um, I yeah, I think uh, I for in my opinion, honestly, the Riddler had moments where the music would like even like, like it would like kind of like record scratch, like not literally, but it would like his music would kind of like mess up in moments. You could hear like be like twingy, you know, like it's not exactly a perfect melody. That's a yeah, good where it would like be distorted that. whenever he gets like emotional or like yeah whenever he gets super excited about like a certain well i don't can i say it like after he gets super excited about like a kill it's, you it's can hear like the, okay so like when he when he kills someone you can hear the music kind of like almost like break in the background it's a good good catch good catch all right anthony so okay i wanted to talk about how he was how robert pattinson was so good at just like displaying emotions through the mask without saying a word mm-hmm. and i feel like the best example of this is when you compare the two scenes of when he was driving to wayne tower because he thought Ed, um alfredo <laughs> Alfred. i kept wanting to say Edward. i don't know why Sorry. Okay, when he was driving to Wayne Tower because he thought Alfred was gonna die, you could when he was like in in his car, you could see the fear on his face. Like you could really see, like he didn't know what to do. Like he was actually afraid, and he couldn't get there in time. Yeah, he, you, did you notice he even changed his voice too a little bit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. With Matt's like regular he, voice, it was the best that he broke like the Bat persona and was just pure Bruce Wayne, right. fucking hauling ass back to try and save. Then I also. To when he was hanging off of the the ceiling or whatever, and he had a gun pointed at his head, and you you could just see that the same fear wasn't there. Like behind him, right. he portrayed that Batman wasn't as scared then with a gun pointed to his head, and it's crazy <laughs> because he didn't like, like I don't know how he did it, you know, because it's not like you can actually see his face, you know. It's just like crazy. Just like in his eyes alone, you could see the difference. Also, you know that's, that's... Oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, you go ahead. Actually, you're gonna go. 
so you talking about that same scene, pull, I also pull, did enjoy pull, how. Pull back. Pull back. Oh, sorry. Just a tad. Uh, talking about that same scene, I also did enjoy the that they're like, oh, he's gonna make it on time. You know, he's gonna make, he's gonna save Alfred. Right. He's gonna be fine. And then he pulls up under the bridge, and you can see the building up in smoke. And right. I like that because it sends a message like, Batman cannot save everyone. You know yeah. what I mean? Batman's just a person. He's just some guy. Like he's not. He can't get there with super speed. And I thought he was gen- genuinely. I was like, oh, he's gonna make it there on time. He's gonna save Alfred. He's gonna throw the card away. No, right. my boy. My boy is put in the ICU. You know, bro. The balls. I thought they were actually gonna kill him. And then they. That was a great like. Um, that was like twist when she was like oh no it already happened like you're here right you're too right late. whenever oh, you're like it <laughs> happened about a couple hours ago mr wayne and we've been trying to call you <laughs> so, i was like yo but. subverting expectations and then i didn't think he was gonna die at first i did for like a brief second but i was like no I did, bro for like a couple like maybe for like a solid minute i was like bro you can't do that already yeah you, you can't do that <laughs> It is show his body, so I was like, there's uh, movie rule number one. Uh, yeah. So That's true. Uh, uh, but... I was going to go back on what Anthony said about um, between Bruce Wayne and Batman and just like Robert Pattinson's like body language in general and stuff. I really think that this movie showed that Bruce and Batman are one and the same right now. Like He just does not care about anything to do with Bruce Wayne. He's right. just, he's, I say this in like the most like upbeat way but like he's like a really depressed little boy <laughs> still right. yeah he's trying to like, like he's, do good he's as batman to batman like he's addicted to the other persona like that mm-hmm. he's just completely like like that's his whole life you know Which is exactly yeah. how it should be you know a lot of people complaining about the iteration of bruce wayne but he's he's still young he's gonna learn that he's gotta yeah. balance it especially yeah. as he becomes a symbol of hope he's gonna learn that um bruce wayne can do a lot of good and actually help him out help the city right. out Especially with all the flooding yeah. of it, he needs to fund a lot of it. He's got to buy the sea walls again. He's got to buy the sea walls. His mayoral campaign is going to be hashtag build the wall. I'm waiting yeah. for, for that uh, Bruce Wayne to go into form and you know buy the bank, <laughs> buy some <laughs> banks, and buy just pull out a blank check, buy everything he wants. All right, and I would love to talk about how fucking beautiful this movie looks. Like, I think specifically the part that stuck out to me the most was that entire... Fr- so from the part where they reveal the Batmobile to when mm-hmm. he's walking up to the Penguin after the car's already flipped over right. is just something fucking beautiful. Because to, see the, to mm-hmm. see the blue flame light up in the, bat, in the darkness and to see the red of the lights on the engine before he fucking peels off, being able... Like, just that scared the penguin shitless he was like fuck bro i'm out of here and then to see the best batmobile entrances and then to see like the crazy ass car chase switch between first person and that third person angle uh to show them literally driving through traffic and having traffic and like basically the city play a part in it here as well it's fucking insane to the big explosion that everyone saw in the trailer where he flies through it after the penguin thinks he got him. And then his the penguin's like, oh, fuck. I can't I believe also, you've done this. The, my favorite scene in the entire movie is when he's walking up to penguin as penguin's upside down and there's just like a fire behind him. Oh, and he's taking his time? Yeah. It's literally uh, iconic. So 
I was about to get to it. I fucking hate you all. <laughs> but we're talking about it together, though. I know. I was right about, was right about to say it. That was the next words coming out of my mouth. Nice. Were you going to say something else? Because I had something to say about it. No. Nah. Okay, I was just going to say it too because I was like, no one mentions this. But the, the cinematography showing Penguin's face in the rearview mirror every single step of the way, like showing his reaction to everything. He's like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, he's chasing me. Oh my gosh, let me go this way. Oh my gosh, he's actually still there. Um, to the explosion, he's like, ah, finally, I, I win. I got you. I'm, I'm, I'm out of here. And then his reaction to him coming out of the flames, he was like scared to death, dude. He was like, this you guy's could- like, this guy's crazy. You literally saw his soul leave his fucking body. He was like, I'm fucking dead. Holy shit. And then right after he did that, he basically gave up. Like, there, he just, like, stopped fucking driving. He was like, I've done what I can, my boy. Which, um, you know, mentioning the Penguin, I did want to talk about just uh, two of the characters, which is, number one, the Penguin. He was, he was pretty funny, actually. Like... Like, in a, he was really serious um, rendition of Penguin, but it made sense. And he actually did crack a few jokes here and there, which I, I really appreciated. Eat your one. heart out, Marvel. <laughs> this is how you do jokes while being serious, Marvel. You don't got to be all quippy. But um, <laughs> that and we have not mentioned Catwoman, not once. So I want to touch base on her. She did um, she did really well for her part that she did. She's also a young Catwoman. She's also someone that... Um, has that works works really well with Batman as she should. She's um you can tell that love the relationship's gonna be on and off as it should be. You know, she's right. a te- she's a tease, but they also you know they also have to work together, albeit in um through different methods. You know, they don't agree on the methods, but you know, they established early on that she's gonna be um a key part in Bruce's life. Yeah. But and- at the same time She's she's already she already left like she's going to like Bloodhaven, and I I just don't see them not bringing her back at some point. Maybe not the next uh, movie, but she's she'll be back. In the sequel, uh, they're gonna fight Galactus. <laughs> <laughs> no, bro, I agree. She was like one of the best parts in the movie. Um, what is fuck? I completely freaked. Like it just slipped my brain right as I opened my mouth to talk. I was gonna say their their relationship in the movie felt like it was pulled straight from the comic book pages. Oh, like yeah. they're always just like kind of pushing each other back and forth. She's like always like a lot more daring than Bruce's, but then Bruce is like, "Nah, bitch, calm the fuck down." No, I we don't like cross that line. I feel like they are the Batman and Catwoman, like the perfect. Iteration. I agree with I you. Agree. The Bat and the Cat. Exactly. This is the I like Bat that and name. Cat. It has a nice ring to it. I, I, I do think uh, she she still needs to grow, though. Like, I feel like Michelle Pfeiffer's Catwoman was, like, purely, like, you know. Catwoman. She, she knew yeah. that damn role. So, I do bet. Yeah. Nothing against Zoe Kravitz. It's just she's a young Catwoman, too, and she'll, she'll learn. Yeah. She'll I was about to say, I think she has the most potential to bleed into the best Catwoman. Yeah. But I feel like right now she's still just edged out, like, just, like, this much, like, a centimeter Oh, yeah. But I'm sure, like I said, she'll come back, and I bet she'll have a cool suit, too. <laughs> yep. And you mean, you don't like the you don't like the balaclava, the half balaclava ski mask thing? I dig it. I dig it as a young version of Catwoman. That's something Batman probably did. All right, boys. So, do we have any negatives at all? 
the only negative I would say is like Noah might say the same thing is there were times where it did seem a little bit dragged out, but like I let it go because I feel like they did it so well, but there were parts. And especially if you're not a hardcore Batman fan or like comic fan, this movie probably seemed even a little bit more dragged out to you. But other than that, can you give an example of what scene? It's not, it's not necessarily like give a scene. Okay, well, it's, not, it's not scenes that are dragged out. It's just like the movie as a whole. But it's especially after Riddler got put into prison and then the flooding happened and then he saved the flooding and then something else happened. Like, I enjoyed it and I still liked it. I just think it might have been a little over Too much? I, I, I think... Especially for casual viewers. I think what Anthony... Right? Let me help Anthony. I know, I know what you're talking about now. Well, I was going to say, and I love this style of filmmaking for certain movies. Sometimes it doesn't work, but where you'll have a character walking for like five fucking minutes. You know what I mean? Right. Like just to show off, like, for example, the bat suit, which is pretty badass. But, you know, sometimes that does drag. So sometimes you need to cut out some of those scenes yeah. and just, you know, right. go a little bit better. So I guess um, we could say the pacing is just a little bit off, but I've only seen it one time. So. I, I could say it's dragging, but I can watch it a second time and be like, never mind. It's It'll be in HBO Max until, what, April 19th? I believe so. I I, I, which, I is, so. which is really, really good because that's fast, which means I can yeah. watch it 80 fucking times in a row. <laughs> um, I'll, I'll be so excited. Yeah, I, I do see what y'all mean where it's just kind of like a snowball at the end where it keeps like you think it's going to stop and they keep going. Right, but I feel like I feel like in this movie they can get away with it because i feel like that the end is where you really see a lot of the world building come into fruition like right. after the flooding you can and he's given his like closing monologue and you can you can tell like they've divvied up the city into like the gang factions just like how mm -hmm. it is in the comics where like riddler has his territory penguin has his and it was cool and to see plus, that actually happen plus i feel like with Batman, I was talking to Noah about this. With Batman in general, a lot of the comics or the games, not necessarily the movies, or maybe I guess so, but a lot of the stuff that happens to him happened like in one night. Like he has long nights all the time. Mm -hmm. And so I, that's why I feel like if, I forgive it for a Batman movie, but just for as like a casual viewer, that's when I think it's going to be kind of Yeah, long. I could see it. And to what you're saying too, Noah, I get how like – scenes of people walking for like five minutes is like kind of whack but i feel like for for batman like one or two scenes like they had here is totally needed because he's oh, always yeah. in the dark so you can never get a good look at the bat suit if he's just always in the dark right. which is why i think that scene for him walking up to the penguin completely illuminated was probably the coolest shot in that whole fucking film i i agree with you there rich the the cinematography was great the that's him walking was great. Movie. It was sexy as hell. Beautiful. Right. Absolutely. So, I have one more thing, actually. Okay. We're in the negatives, young man. So it's, keep more it negative. a, it's more of a... Talk shit. Yeah, yeah, it's more of a, <laughs> a nitpick now. Um, I feel like towards the end, when Bruce was... Like, not Batman, Bruce was trying to figure out, like, what Falcone was doing with his parents. Like, he just kept going back and forth. Mm -hmm. I feel like they really sidelined the Riddler for a while. Like, I was like... Until Falcone died, I was like, "Where's the Riddler at? Like, is he not killing other people? Other people, or like, are you oh, not yeah. worried about him?" And then we come back to him. 
Hi guys, welcome back to my podcast. Uh, Hi guys. I really appreciate the likes and the subscribes. <laughs> dude, that had uh, me like chuckling, dude. That was so I funny. See, Cause he you, shows you he's truly like an awkward kind of guy, you know? Yeah, right. He's, like, he's fucking crazy, but he's also like, I killed your family. What's up, guys? Welcome to my YouTube channel. <laughs> welcome back to my Minecraft Let's Play. We're getting ready to go. He just like me for real. I mean. Oh, no? that. And I did think uh, at some points early on they focused on it. But afterwards, they kind of sidelined Catwoman too, a little bit, which isn't not a big deal to me. Like I said, it's a real long movie, but, you know. Mm -hmm. I, I wanted a little bit more, which is right. which is good and bad. By the end of that movie, bro, I wanted like ten plus hours of Battinson, dude. Right. That's fair. Me I too. I didn't more. want it to end. I wanted the sequel to happen right after that. Me too. And then I sadly thought I was like, man, this sequel really gonna come in like three years, huh? They said yeah. like four <laughs> to five years, I think. Oh <laughs> no! No, maybe that's not what I wanted. But there's it's gonna, perfect. but there's gonna be tons of shows between that to satiate us as well. Yeah, I was gonna say they're they're really developing the world though, and I bet you know, like the Arkham show, we'll dive into some of the um, the villains and we'll recognize yeah. a lot of them, which would be pretty cool. Yeah. Right. So after that, boys, what are your final ratings? I will give it a nine. Um, I'm gonna give it a ten. Dang, okay. I'm gonna give it a ten. Dang. I'm gonna preface this because I did this with Spider-Man No Way Home. This is a really if we did decimals, this would be like a nine point eight out of ten for me. It, as a Batman film, it is a ten out of ten, but I think as a regular film, it is a nine because I feel like a perfect movie would have no cons for me, and it does have one. That's con for that's me. exactly my thinking too. But it's a it's a really really high nine, like really high. Right. It's I, like see, I on would, the edge. I'm right there with you. Where we don't do decimals, it's a high nine, but I'm gonna round up and give it a ten because <laughs> I mean, it is a Batman movie. Like at the end of the day, it is a Batman movie, and it is the Batman movie. Oh, for sure. Regardless of that, this is a. This is a master class in filmmaking right here. Right. This is yeah. This is a masterpiece. If I've seen one, it's a, it's absolutely incredible. So, hooligan official rating, total average up nine and a half. Nine yeah, I just did the math. Uh, <laughs> it's, yeah, it's, a, it's a it's a certified hooligan classic. This, we could talk about this movie for a, an extremely long time, and I think we're planning on going live and just talking about it more. So, if y'all join, ask us questions. I think. We might let some of y'all join too, just to talk with us about it. But we're we're not done with this movie. We still have a lot oh, to yeah. say. We uh, want to hear? Thursday night, we're planning on going on Instagram. Our Instagram page is pretty active right now. We're gonna go on Instagram and we're gonna just, you know, spew our mind about every little scene, every little thing, just whatever we want to talk about. Just a chill hangout. And if y'all have any questions, y'all want to discuss the movie, y'all could, you know, join yep. in. Yep, and we'll go in depth there, the Hooligan Hangout, as well as our YouTube. We will also have a YouTube video out with a separate little feature uh, talking more about it, not necessarily in depth about the movie itself, but, you know, more about uh, the world and stuff. And, you know, um, so just tune in there, the Hooligan Hangout on YouTube, Hooligan Hangout on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, TikTok, all of the above. Keep you posted. And merch.streamelements.com. Uh, I think I might have a new Batman related design popping up there for a limited time only. So Ooh, this is news to us. Listening to this, check I it out. <laughs> and on that note, 
Say hi to your mom for us. Oh, yeah, baby. Goodbye.